Moolah Law is brought to you by the nonprofit credit counseling agency, Credit Canada, and by Home Equity Bank, provider of the CHIP reverse mortgage. Five, five key pillars of personal finance. That is what my next guest says. She says there are five key pillars. Shalicia Harris has created a platform called In Charge to help people use her five key pillars to get a better handle on their money. Hello there. Hi, Bruce. There are 923,000 books and blogs about personal finance already. Yeah. Why did you decide to start in charge? Because there was none that really suited what I was looking for and how I can prepare my life for the goals that I had for myself at the time. And in charge came about when I was beginning to think about my own personal finance journey, I realized I thought I was doing all the right things that made sense to me, but it wasn't coming together in a holistic way where I could see the big picture. And that's where the five key pillars came from. And it looked at, you know, how I was managing my debt, how I can afford a house and what it means to have affordable housing. That's a hot topic these days, mm. but you know, then it went into how can I build financially res financial resilience? And that's something that was really important to me and credit worthiness. And obviously the hottest topic out there right now is investing mm. there. You just went through your five pillars. I saw yeah. what you're doing there. <laughs> now, before we get to them, I want to ask, was there a moment Mm -hmm. Was there a moment when this all came together? So when the movie is made of your life and yeah. of your success within charge, I don't know who you're going to have, you know, play you in the movie version, but I bet she's extraordinary, whoever she is. Was there a moment or was it iterative? Did it gradually illuminate itself that there was more to be done? I'm hoping there was a moment like you, I don't know, broke down. Absolutely. There, there was an absolute moment. And I remember it so vividly. I was working for a big multinational and I had a hundred plus million dollar budget. And I was sitting in my bed at 11 PM working through this budget and going, Hey, why do I know where all of their money is going? And I have no idea where my money is going in totality. And that was the moment that said, Hey, you have to do more. You have to dive in and you have to figure out how you're going to get to your goals sooner than later. And being someone that immigrated to Canada in my teens, mm -hmm. it was something that my parents didn't have a background in, didn't really have like a network of folks to like, say, you know, this is the guidance. This is what you need to do. And I just wasn't finding the right connection for me in the industry that made sense on the way I wanted to approach finance. So pillar number one, debt management, pillar mm -hmm. two, housing affordability. It, that is not often phrased that way in a personal no. finance context. It is when you're talking about, you know, political or policy issues, and we know it's a massive problem. Why did you decide to phrase it that way for individuals? Because I realized even when I was going through some of the decisions I was making and moving out and living in Mississauga and Toronto, um, I just didn't know how much I could truly afford and still pay the rest of my bills. And that became a really um, key aspect to understand what it means to 
live a fulfilling life and also not be house poor at the same time, which is just, you know, I still want to travel. I still want to do all these things. I still want to live in a nice place, but a nice enough place that also gives me and affords me the other things in life. It's a huge challenge for really anyone who isn't currently a homeowner, regardless of age, but in particular, young people who Mm -hmm. are coming into the housing market where the average price is a ridiculous amount of money. Are you a homeowner? Not as yet, um, but that's because I put it on hold to make sure other people can, you know, really build their financial foundation and dive a lot of my time and resources into this business. Pillar three resilience fund. Love it. Yes. Uh, investing number four credit worthiness. And this pillar number five connects to number two, that you need a good credit score. If you're going to get a mortgage, exactly. What tips do you have for younger people on learning how to manage their credit report, their credit score? My number one thing is credit worthiness is all about trust and how you build trust with people is exactly how you build um, your credit worthiness. So if you are borrowing money and you want to make sure that person's going to lend you money again, hey, let's pay it back on time. Let's follow the terms that we've agreed to. And if we are paying only the minimum, let's still pay that on time regardless of how much we can pay. So it's really about building trust and, you know, staying on top of things, making mindful decisions when it comes to obtaining debt and um, obtaining more credit. And, and that's how you build trust with anyone. And it's the same thing with your relationship when it comes to money and debt, particularly. You work with humans, you work with people in, I'm sure, various circumstances at various uh, life stages. Tell us about those engagements. What kind of conversations are you having and uh, how does that unfold for people? So a lot of what I do is I focus on goals. What are people's goals? And then we start to break those down into what is your immediate thing that you want to address? And we look at it in terms of those five key pillars. Is your debt overwhelming you? Is your number one priority in buying a home? Are you really looking to invest your money and get into the investing market? And how can we take those goals and focus them and see how they impact, how this one pillar can impact the other pillars and create a plan that allows you to actually move forward with your, with your own financial journey. So many people want to be in the market, the crypto market, the cannabis market, the sport betting market, the whatever the market is, they love investing because it's super fun. Yeah, uh, can be super fun until you get your head handed to you on a platter. Uh, <laughs> how do you counsel people to have their other pillars in order before they start, um, you know, taking options and going long and short and doing all those crazy things? I think it's just about, you know, doing a little bit in these five key pillars that allow you to get to where you want. You can't build a foundation by only having, you know, just some cement or just having some water or, you know, having some dirt to put it all together. You have to bring in all the little things in each of the five key pillars. So if you have debt, you can still invest. If you 
want to buy a house, you still can have debt, but you need to be working towards paying it off. So what we are really trying to do is making sure that you can do little tiny things within your finances within each of the five key pillars on a regular basis. So you really build that strong foundation and then it allows you to focus on those more exciting things like investing in crypto and having more, you know, more of a threshold to be more risky because the rest of your finances is in a really good spot and you can feel really comfortable doing that. What is different for people who are, as you say, you're an immigrant, you are female, you are not 60 years old by any stretch. And I ask because we talk about gender and money, we talk about immigrant and money, we talk about visible minorities and money. What's your sense for the the soupçon or the 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 thing that differentiates that demographic from others that have been served to the nth degree for generations. And this demographic simply has not. So with this demographic specifically is that their backgrounds come from um, very different financial systems and structures. So when you come into Canada, it's, it's not really lending, you know, on your previous experience. It is really just building from the ground up and learning everything in a very new way because of the systems we have here in Canada. And what, what we allow people to do is really, um, you know, create a structure to show them, these are all of the things that are going to matter to you in Mm -hmm. your finances, no matter what portion of life you're in. You can be 18, you can be 99 years old. And these five key pillars will still matter whether you want to purchase something big, you want to continue investing, you want to help your family or your children, mm. or you just want to move forward in life yourself. And and that's where I think um, serving these demographics specifically in a lot of different ways is really beneficial because Other demographics have that historical knowledge that can be passed on. But when you're net new to something, it can be very overwhelming to to know even where you should start and what you should be looking forward to. Shalicia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Bruce. Shalicia Harris is uh, the founder of a platform called In Charge. And she was here today to talk about her take on the five key pillars to personal finance.